Welcome to the Beyond the Vines podcast, where I interview local business owners in Sonoma County to highlight small business and grow our community. I'm your host, Amy Ehlers, a mom, realtor, and Sonoma County native, and I'm excited to connect you to some amazing people in this beautiful area that we call home. Welcome back to the Beyond the Vines podcast. I'm here today with Heather Nelson. She is a good friend of mine, which we were just realizing we've known each other for 15 years. I don't know how that's possible. Um, we met way back in my past life when I owned a, an event company, a wedding planning company. Um, and she's also a client of mine. And we work together now uh, in a networking group. So I'm so excited to have her here today. A little about Heather. She is a seasoned expert in the hospitality industry with over 20 years of dedicated experience and events and she's also a significant influencer in Sonoma County in that field and in, and many others as well. Heather recently founded the Connection Hive, a company committed to empowering small businesses through curating business development plans. Leveraging an extensive network, she excels in linking individuals with the precise resources needed for business growth, which is so important right now, spanning marketing strategies, event curation, and business relations management. Heather is also deeply devoted to women's empowerment, hosting the inspiring podcast, Life Conversations with a Twist. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, and on that podcast, she interviews women who share their stories to inspire and empower others. Harnessing this passion, she'll be curating events that foster both professional and personal growth. Beyond her professional pursuits, Heather wears multiple hats, which you'll learn more about today, as a wife, a mother of four, a recent surrogate, and a community leader. Amidst her diverse roles, she finds joy in savoring food and wine at local restaurants, also something we have in common, a true reflection of her love for the vibrant community that she calls home. So welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. This is so fun. I, I was just telling Amy, I have my own podcast mm -hmm. and I do it from home and I don't have like, I mean, I have a mic. I don't have like a fancy <laughs> head set in this fancy room. And so it's been fun to like be immersed in this. So. Yes. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. For anyone watching us on YouTube, it's always fun to see like the headset the microphone, the studio, it is, it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fun. I'm a little jealous, for <laughs> I sure. I know, I know. Well, that's why I had to get you in here, right? Yeah. Like, you've been doing your podcast. Your podcast is amazing, by the way. Thank you. So, I yeah, love I'm the... about to celebrate 100 episodes. Oh, my gosh, you have that many. Mm -hmm. That means I've listened to at least half of them, so that's impressive. That's amazing. It's fun, so, yeah. Can you, before we dive into the Connection Hive, can you tell me more about all of the things that you're involved in. You wear so many hats, like we mentioned earlier. So if you could give us like a quick rundown of everything you do. I need to get down like my elevator pitch of like exactly what I do because I do do a lot and it feels like everyone listens to me for 10 minutes when I describe it. But here we go. Um, we'll get back to the Connection Hive because obviously that's what the focus is today. But um, yes, as you said, I am a mother of four. Mm -hmm. I have um, my stepdaughter's about to graduate high school. Which is um, crazy that she's that old already. Crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, co applying for colleges and all that fun stuff. Um, I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old, um, and I have them part-time. And then I also have a 2-year-old, which keeps me very busy and on my It's a toes. whole different ballgame <laughs> at that age. They are. That's <laughs> all I have to say. Um, and then my husband and I have a company that we started about a year and a half ago called, the, uh, called Set and Strike. Uh, this was kind of born out of – I was in a rental company for over 10 years – and coming out of the pandemic, we realized like labor was such an issue. Mm -hmm. And so my husband and I actually met at Encore. Um, Aww, and so, love story. Love story. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Um, we should do that and get Dennis in here. 
That would be fun. He actually would probably enjoy yeah. that. Then I think he'll appreciate the podcast for more. sure. <laughs> um, and with his labor experience and you know knowing a lot of guys and a lot of labor, we're like, let's uh, create this business where we basically just focus on setting up tables and cha- chairs for events. So very easy concept. Uh, we're about a year and a half in this last this year, twenty twenty three. Was very, super successful for us. That's amazing. Um, so. Um, the goal is for him to really take that and grow that company. Um, but right now I'm his admin and salesperson <laughs> and, and all of the things. I um, love that you guys found that niche too, that you were like, you could see from working in the events industry, like this is missing, you know, and that you were able to find that. Exactly. And like we see a lot of venues that have their own tables and chairs. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, they don't want to hire someone full time because they not necessarily, you know, have an events program right. and doing events every day. And so we come in and support that or they just want like table, uh, like their in-house stuff moved. And so we can right. send a crew out. We have a very small crew, but, uh, you know, we're hoping to grow that this year. And it, it gives me that uh, foot in the industry, the events industry yeah. still a little bit and get to work with my client, like my old past clients and stuff. So, that's so fun. Yeah. So that's fun. That keeps us busy as well. Uh, we're all coming into slow season. So mm-hmm. for the next like five months, we'll be a little slower on that right. end. Uh, what else? I am on the board of um, SAY, which right. Social Advocates for Youth, which you had Sonia on. Yes. That was a really like inspiring episode. That I actually was, even yeah. went back listening to yeah. it. I beautiful. learned so much mm-hmm. more. And I've been on the board for almost three years. Yeah. It was – if you haven't listened to that yet, I can't remember what number it is, but Sonia Bickbarwick from Say was on. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And um, what the what SAY does for our community is amazing. Mm-hmm. We just uh, wrapped up one cold night, and we're heading into our um, Give campaign, you know, this coming up uh, holiday season. So right. um, it's been really fun. I'm also the chair for the Marketing and Development Committee, which comes with my development and connection. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I sleep very well, um, which we'll get to because I think um, I feel like because I do so much, everyone's like, I don't know how you do it. And I want to be able to take what I've learned over the years and be able to to educate others to be able to do it, too, because right. I think you can have both worlds. Yep. I think it's about how you maintain it, the systems that you have in place, right. cutting out time wasters. Um, I'm very um, thoughtful about my time and who right. I give it to. Um, and so you just have to prioritize. And I think yep. it can be done, too. Yep. that's Those are some really good tips. Yeah. Uh, and we'll dive a little bit more into right. that because I think with the Connection Hive, that's kind of I was trying to take like my whole personal development, mm-hmm. life coaching world yeah. that I wanted to get into. Yes. And then my current role of just like business development in the events industry and like how do I meddle that? And yes. so we'll dive into a little bit more of how I'm trying to make that work. Uh, but that's a focus for me too. Um, and then what else am I doing? I, as we talked about, have life uh, conversations <laughs> with a twist, which is my podcast. Yep. Uh, that is a weekly podcast. That has changed over the – it's been about two years, two two and a half years I've had the podcast. And I was doing it weekly okay. where it was uh, me, like mm-hmm. solo inter, uh, episodes, right. or then mixed in with a guest. Right. And so because of the time – Yeah, because of that, <laughs> prioritizing the time commitment. I had yeah. to kind of change things up a little bit. Um, so you'll hear my voice and my stories, mm-hmm. you know, every few episodes. Okay. Uh, but really what the goal was behind Life Conversations with a Twist is I really I, – I talked to so many women in my past job and – 
everyone has so many cool and unique stories. Yeah. And they've all been through crazy things. I right. mean, losing their husband, losing their ch- their child to cancer, um, human trafficking. I Absolutely. mean, you name the gamut. And I think we mm-hmm. all live in a world where we just kind of stay in our lane and not mm-hmm. think that anything can happen to you. Right. And I really wanted women to have a platform to be able to tell their story right. and really to help inspire and empower other women to either A, tell their story, mm-hmm. or B, uh, to know that everything's going to be okay. Like exactly. if you're going through a hard time, like you can see that woman being like, oh, well, I got through that. Right. And you're like, okay, I can get through if that. she got through this, this yeah. is nothing. Or like me. having yeah. someone to reach out to, like, hey, I know you've gone through this. Like, wh- how do I navigate that? Right. Um, and so it... It truly is like one of the most fulfilling things in my life that I have is my podcast and I can't wait to grow it. That's like my next goal is with this new coming in uh, to 100 episodes. I'm like, how do I grow it? How do I make it bigger? Uh, Right now, my stories are mostly local. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to stick to that a little Mm -hmm. bit, kind of like yourself. Like, how do we focus on our local community? Um, And I think that's where we differ. I was thinking about this on the way here. I'm like, I tell the like I have them tell the stories, but they tell tell the business on yours. And um, because we've interviewed at least one of the same uh women, yeah. So and most of mine are business owners. Stories, yes, exactly. And I think that. We all have a story to tell, whether mm-hmm. that's business or um, personal. Right. And I just want women to feel like they have a voice and they have a journey yep. and they should be able to talk about it. Yep. Um, I've been through a lot of my own. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to my episodes, I have mm-hmm. some of those on there too. I love it. Um, and so that is a, a passion of mine and something that will continue that's amazing. For our future. And thank you for doing that too for our community and providing those connections. I think that is why it's nice to keep it local if possible, just because it's easier to connect everybody. I love all of my guests. Every mm-hmm. single guest has now be- become a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I so have personal cool. relationships with them. I go, you know, wine tasting with some of them. Um, <laughs> I might go on a, a, a coaching like retreat with. I think I know who you're talking uh-huh, about. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so that's what I love too, is just growing that community of women. And again, yes, it's only women. I forgot to mention <laughs> Sorry, that. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but I just, I feel like women are always so quiet mm-hmm. and I want them to to be able to um, to talk more and mm-hmm. feel safe yep. and and know that their story can definitely make a difference in someone else's life. I love that, being able to give them the platform to use their voice. Yeah. So amazing. <sighs> Is uh, that it? I think that's it. I mean, I know you coached kids. Okay. Oh, while. yes. I coached my – okay. <laughs> all right. Let me – I forget about all those little details. I did coach my daughter's soccer team. So I had 12-year-old girls. Uh, we had 18 on the team. Wow. I was assistant coach, but still <laughs> – the preteen age is hard. family calendar. You know? Oh, yeah. That's a hard age to coach. Yeah. It's the coach. It's yeah. the it's the um, attitudes. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. girls that are chitty chatty. It was great, mm-hmm. but it, um, I loved my girls. We had such a great time. Oh, it's so and cool. I kind of miss them a little bit. Oh, next so year you're in for next year. Great. <laughs> I know. Dang it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> well, now I'd love to chat more about your your current venture. You're one of many current ventures, but the one that we're focusing on today for the podcast, the Connection Hive. What is the Connection Hive? I know. 
it's recently, you recently started this. I literally launched a month ago. Incredible. <laughs> and I already have like six clients, wow. which is great. Um, Filling another niche that needed to be filled again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a little backstory. So um, I've always been in the hospitality industry. I started back at Cattleman's Restaurant mm-hmm. here locally, Petaluma. I actually was driving through Petaluma today. I was like, gosh, all my jobs have oh, like circled yeah. back to Petaluma. Yeah. Um, so worked at Cattleman's, um, Petaluma and Santa Rosa mm-hmm. for about 11 years. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I found the passion for events. I did all their like banquets and marketing. So I learned about marketing and in-house kind of marketing. Um, and so I was there. I also worked at the Sheraton in Petaluma. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> and I did sales there. I remember that. Uh, actually did weddings. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit there. I did convention services, did catering sales. Um, and so that was kind of where I was introduced to sales yeah. and building relationships. And we used to cold call and go to business like, oh, I just, it like gives me like anxiety <laughs> again. I can see that you're getting anxious talking <laughs> like, about the cold oh. calls. I don't do cold calls, so. I don't do cold calls and <laughs> I don't believe reason. in it at all anymore. I <laughs> yeah. think it's all about connections, yeah. <laughs> uh, which we'll get to that. Yes. Um, so I, um, I built, that's when I really started kind of seeing the, the world of sales and relationships and seeing kind of how all that evolves. And then that's when I met Bridget, uh, the owner of Encore Event Rentals, who you you should definitely have on your podcast. I was going to say, I need to contact her because she is one incredible person. She is. She's still yet to come on mine. She's supposed to come in January. It's (laughs) fine. busy schedule, Heather. Yeah. She is incredible. She is incredible. She has a credible story. Um, I've learned so much from her. Um, I would not be here without her and that company. And so when I started at Encore, it was little baby. I mean, it was- I remember. Three trucks. We only had a few employees. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we- minimal deliveries, minimal business, and then it just took off. And so my, I'd say like, it's probably about 11 years total that I worked there. Um, I learned so much. I It was so great to be part of the growth process for that company. Um, but through that, as a business relationships manager, yeah. that's where I met all my people. Yep. I mean, my job was to go out to make connections with either venues or caterers or planners, um, and that's really where my network grew. Yep. And I did that for about 10 years. And then I've always had in the back of my head, I would love to do my own business. I always wanted to have my own business. I don't know if I want to have a huge business where I have tons of employees. Right. Um, but more of just being able to pick the clients that I want, um, do the things that I love to do, mm-hmm. not feel like pressure to go into an eight to five job every day. For I sure. just want to, you know, if I want to go have lunch with someone, I can or go pick up my kids or mm-hmm. coach soccer. Absolutely. There's no time behind that. And so um, I kind of hit my ceiling at Encore. I, I was there again there 10 years and I just felt like it was time for me to make a move. Um, I made a move to go work for an entertainment company doing business That's development right. as well. Mm-hmm. I did that for about nine months mm-hmm. um, out of the city. And so that also gave me more connections right. and kind of more insight to what companies need. Um, I think I was totally in tunnel vision being at Encore of like, this is like, I mean, I probably could have worked there until I died. Right. Um, but getting out and getting into other businesses, mm-hmm. I could really see the need that people and companies had for business development managers. And so a lot of companies can't afford a full-time person to keep them on staff to keep them on Mm -hmm. staff and um i don't think it's needed Mm -hmm. i I think honestly depending on the size of your company you really don't i think even just having a plan Mm -hmm. is better than nothing yep 
And so I decided to take the leap uh, to start my own business. In the meantime, I was like, what am I going to do? And so I worked with Samantha Paul, um, who is a door. Yeah, Yeah. she should also be on the podcast. She needs to be on here for sure. (laughs) Um, She's a local event planner and producer, and she focuses more on like festivals, nonprofit, corporate. Mm -hmm. um, And that's what I really loved. I didn't want to get into the weddings. I didn't want to do any of that. And so... um, she took me under her wing, and I got to produce events with her this year, which has been fun, and we'll continue to do that as well. It's amazing. I forgot about that hat, too. That, that was a major hat that we missed. <laughs> oh, and I forgot about Be Better, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. See? Oh, that's, another, See? that's another hat. I need, like, a little she bullet needs, point. You need, like, a chart showing, like, maybe, like, a circle that you can go around and be yeah. like, or, like, a pie chart. This much time is allotted to Be Better, and this much is allotted like to you, Samantha Paul. You just totally yeah. forget. Um, it's silly when I was talking about it today. Um, anywho, so when I... Um, I got to a point where I was like, how can I do this for other people? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the Connection Hive came from. It's amazing. I went back and forth on names. I mean, as if anybody starts a business, it's like, oh, what is the name going to look like? What is the logo going to look like? I need a website. You do need all those, I think. Right. Um, and, but more, I, I try to focus on the brand of like who I am, mm-hmm. what it is, what, what is my why, what are my values? And those are the things that I am working through to help promote the business. Right. So that's where the Connection Hive kind of stemmed so from. So it's mostly consulting, right, with businesses. And then can you do that mostly from your home office or? Yep. My home office like. slash bedroom. Slash yes. bedroom. <laughs> Or coffee, <laughs> or coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, so my goal is to really help small businesses consult whether that's consulting on and I, I can go into some of the the projects that I've been working on but yeah. basically come on as a consultant or you know just to help them EA like come up with a plan like come up with a plan of um, for business growth whether that's marketing whether that's social media whether that's um, working with a venue that wants to launch events mm-hmm. um, and then what my baby is is um, business business relationships basically well and also, too, I was thinking, like, for anyone listening to this podcast specifically, we have a lot of people who are interested in businesses and just supporting local businesses, but also anyone looking to get started, I think you're a good connection for them, too. Yes. So I wanted to take, like, my connection of people that mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't even tell you how many people I know in this um community. And I want to be able to like meet with a business owner Mm -hmm. and find out what their needs are. And it could be something that I can't help them with. But I would love to be able to say, oh, you should talk to this consultant or have you talked to this branding person or have you connected with this person? Because at the end of the day, I think referrals are super important. I think connections, the connection is super important. Um, and, And give them the tools and kind of like step out of their everyday world. Like every business owner is kind of like in their day to day Mm -hmm. business. They're just doing all the things but to actually like have someone come from the outside with experience and look in at their business and say hey have you tried this or have you tried that but that's what i love doing i love curating nothing like every client is very different Mm -hmm. um i really want to immerse myself in their business and their brand and understand like what they do um who their target clients are and really kind of like get the nuts and bolts because I think that will help me understand and even their goals. Like what are mm-hmm. their goals in the next year? What are their goals in five years? Right. You'd be surprised some don't even have that. Wow. Yeah. And you can't move your business forward no. if you don't have those goals. Absolutely. And so that's why like every client is a little different mm-hmm. based on their needs. Uh, but what I personally love doing is client, client relations and right. just becoming, you know, developing a strategy around that. Um, I have a client now that, you know, 
they've never had that before. And now they're like, we really need to focus on our clients. And you'd be surprised how many businesses don't focus on their clients. They're so focused. What are they, like, I was going to say, what are they distracted by? Their day-to-day stuff, right? Running a yeah. business, uh, having employees, yeah. uh, maybe social media, maybe some marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have anyone just focused on what are we doing for our clients? Wow. I go, I've I've met with some clients. I'll be like, who's your top 10 clients? And they'd be like, I don't know. Wow. And I'm like, as a business owner, you need to know yeah. who your clients are. Where is your money coming from? Absolutely. And what are you doing to say thank you? What are you, you? for them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so really coming up with a strategy um, for them, whether that's a short-term project or long-term, mm-hmm. um, they can also bring me on as their their, their business development manager right. where I'm actually going out and meeting their clients and getting the feedback from their clients um, and taking that feedback, going back to their um, business and saying, you know, here's where some holes are. Right. What can we do operationally to fix that? It's exactly what I did at Encore. Yeah. I would meet with clients. They would tell me, you know, this went wrong or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Absolutely. Go back and say, well, this is, you know, this feedback is going to help us fix yep. things. And I think that um, getting that feedback from clients mm-hmm. is super important. But it's again, if you yeah. don't have someone doing that, mm-hmm. yeah, how will you ever know? Right. I've thought about at which I'm able to do is training. So if they have mm-hmm. a sales team, um, and so not, they might not necessarily want to bring me on full time as that role. But like, how can I give them the tools for their team to be able to do the same thing? Right. Um, so that that is what m- my idea. main focus is for mm-hmm. the Connection Hive is really focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have experience in social media and marketing. And yep. so taking a small business and just helping them come up with the plan or right. a startup company. Um, one of my clients is a startup company and he's like, I don't know, like I want to speak and I don't even know who to talk to or what right. industries to get into. And so uh, we're going we're gonna to create a strategy around that. And then also I think the biggest key that a lot of consultants miss the boat on it's like here i'm going to consult and i'm going to give you all the things and mm-hmm. you know give you a game plan but are we holding them accountable right that's a really good point like that just gets mm-hmm. completely missed yep. and so i'm like one of those annoying people like did you do it did you do it good. did you do it mm-hmm. um and so i really want to make sure that yes we've come up with this amazing plan but like are you executing it mm-hmm. and are you being held accountable for, for when it doesn't happen and Not so that that's kind of like for. another yeah. leg of it yeah. yeah and i think that will long term i will have clients long term yep because they will always have somebody to to lean on or you know to get advice or we could reevaluate well and you're constantly reminding them like i'm here i'm part of this like i'm here checking on you yeah you know yeah i think that's really good so i think um there's definitely a need for it mm-hmm. um i love doing it i i love being creative yeah um, I love connecting people to the I can right see people. Your eyes lighting up just <laughs> thinking about it right now. It just now. gets it's so, so cool fun. To see this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if anyone's watching, <laughs> I'm like, I, it just, yeah, it feels my soul, you yeah. know. And I want people, especially. So one of the other parts of the business that I can do is helping them, like, consult on a for events and what that would look like. A winery who mm-hmm. is a brand new winery right. or they're rebranding and they want to um, have wine club events mm-hmm. or they want ticketed events for, you know, at their winery. And so helping them come up with the plan, That's coming amazing. up with different strategies, mm-hmm. knowing, you know, how, what the industry is doing right now mm-hmm. and seeing what other wineries are doing or other partners that they can maybe bring back to their winery to um, to introduce. And so that is fun. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple clients doing that mm-hmm. where they want some support in that. Um, and then it's also for events, it's like getting creative. Like, let's get creative and let's bring in new and fun people. Right. Um, I just did an event at the Backdrop, which 
Beach um, is a new event space. I don't know this event space. It's really cool. Is it cool? It's really cool. Um, It's actually at the Becoming Independent um, Nonprofit Corporate Office, which is in Santa Rosa. Wow. And so one of their social enterprises was building this um, event space that they can rent out to the community. And then the money that they Mm -hmm. make in that goes back to the nonprofit, which is super cool, which he would be another one that would be good to have on. My brain's got on that I was like, I have so many. Every time I meet, I'm like, you should go. You should talk to Amy. But this is why you're like in this position. Because I remember we were – you know, you and I had brainstormed a little bit to see, like, I you wanted to do co- coaching and helping people and consulting, but then we also all called you the connector, and, like, you connect people, and that's literally, you've melded those two things and completely created a much-needed business out of it. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and I... Because of my network and because of my experience mm-hmm. and everything that I've done, I'm like, how can I bring all of these people together? Yeah. How can I, um, you know, uh, so the backdrop, this is a perfect example, is I've worked with them for years um, through Encore. We mm-hmm. used to do their nonprofit event uh, for them, their fundraiser, and we would do rentals. Cool. And when he said he opened the event center, I was like, mm-hmm. let me help you. Let me let me do an event for you yeah. where we bring industry people here, yes. all the corporate planners here, the nonprofit planner, anyone in this industry that needs to see the space. I want them here, and I want to showcase it. And so Park Avenue and I oh, uh, teamed Park up Avenue. and yeah. did an amazing event for him where we brought in you know local vendors Very that not cool. necessarily everyone would know about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many cool small mm-hmm. businesses that have popped up since the pandemic, yes. and I'm like, how do I give them a space to showcase their product and also for them to connect to people? And so that that's what that event was for. Uh, we invited, I think our list was over like 600 people. We had about oh 250 show. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's a good turnout. It was a good mm-hmm. turnout. I'm like, okay, I probably will do that like once or twice a year yeah. is partner with a, a venue that wants to showcase. Great and I brought so many great vendors in mm-hmm. and we all got to work together and showcase what they um, what they do. And so it's been fun. I, I mean, and again, it's only been a month. That's amazing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, and every day is different, you know, yeah, and yeah. Um, again, everyone needs different, you know, different things. And I'm like, okay, well, and sometimes in creating a strategy, they're like, okay, well, we need someone to run our social media. I'm here, you right. need to talk to so-and-so. Yep. Or we want to do a huge major rebrand of our whole, you know, our whole brand. And I'm like, here, talk to this person. Right. And so I know that I'm not for everyone, which right. is fine, but I want to be able to connect them to the right people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I think that that sets you apart from other people in the industry as well, that you have all that, not just knowledge of events and knowledge of business, but also that you have all those connections. Is there anything else that sets the connection to Hive apart from other businesses that are similar to yours? And are there that many businesses similar to yours? I think consulting is like, everyone's like, oh, I'm a consultant. I'm a consultant. I'm a consultant. And I think, yes, I think there is a need. And I think since the pandemic, a lot of people are noticing like, oh, I can do this on my own and make decent amount of money and again for all the same reasons why I've done it definitely um but I think what sets me apart is uh, I really immerse myself in the business. I mean, anybody could take a client and do something with them, but like I want to like I want to know uh, what their logo is, what their branding is, what their goals. Like I had mentioned earlier, like I want to know all of that Full because picture. that helps me mm-hmm. to a set the strategy plan mm-hmm. and then also be able to relate to their clients yep. and have co- open conversations with their clients. Uh, the other thing that it sets me apart is I have a really good reputation. Um, Definitely, I you know a lot of my clients are referral because they've worked with me in the past. Uh, and 
that I'm proud of that. You know, I, I think that my reputation in this community is good and I want to continue to grow that. And so, um, yeah, That's I don't know anyone else there like what I'm doing. But again, there's different consultants in different right. fields. And mm-hmm. I think it's all about creating like what is that one thing that and like I said, I've just presented like four or five different concepts that I can do, right. I think, in a year. I'm right. going to be like, okay, let's just focus on the one. <laughs> we should have you back here in a year and be like, all right, where are we at now? Yeah. <laughs> where, where where's Heather doing? This? Um, so and, cool. you know, but I love all of it. And mm-hmm. so, but I think at one point I'll probably figure out where my lane is and stick in it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so here in Sonoma County, and I, and the more I do this podcast, the more I see it, we have a vibrant business community, all kinds of different businesses and services. How do you encourage networking and collaboration among your clients or have you yet? Oh, networking. 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 We could talk about we have be better. Not, we could talk about networking. Yes, we could talk about be better. <laughs> um, let's talk about be better, actually. So uh, be better platform was started pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Bianca, Samantha, and myself. Yep. We were like, hey, let's start a networking group. Uh, the Santa Rosa Chamber had one. Uh, Sonoma County Women Professionals had one. Uh, but they were all kind of sizzling out. And But we also wanted to provide education. So it wasn't yes. just about networking. It's about educating um, in different topics. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, the – if you would have saw the business plan – pre before now it's way different <laughs> because of the pandemic because of the pandemic yeah. yep. uh, but we were slow to start but basically what it is is we meet twice a month one is a networking group uh, a networking event where we can invite outside members to come and meet other mem- our current members um, and just give people an opportunity to network and not necessarily in the event like in the industry that they work in right. more of a business community um, and then the second event uh, is more anybody who's a member can actually like dive into their business mm-hmm. so we meet for coffee and there's you know 10 to 15 of us and we go around and we say what we're struggling with hey i'm struggling with social media hey i'm struggling what like calendar program do you use uh what podcast platform do you use i mean it, it gives us a space to be able to talk about the things that we're as a business owner struggling with right well and i love so so i'm a part of the group obviously um i think maybe since the beginning i think you're I was, one of the first yeah, yeah. and you're I the love, ogs i'm one of the ogs <laughs> um i love those thursdays when we do that because it is it is interesting to sit around at a table and be with all different business owners all different people in different industries and and be able to see there's so much that we all can relate to on a business level that we're struggling with for whatever reason, you know, and it's very amazing and interesting to have those connections with people outside our normal industry. Well, and I think so many people think, oh, I have to, I have to network with our industry. Right. You, yes, of course, because you want to know what is going on. But I think getting outside of your industry and being able, I mean, that's how I got some of my clients. Absolutely. I've gotten clients for sure from Bebender. Because it's like you get to know that person as a person Mm -hmm. and as a brand yep. and you're more likely to refer them yeah um and you know you know you know how they work you know how they operate you know how they communicate and so it just makes um referrals a lot easier i think yes, it's not a bni process where yeah. you're you know super strict yeah. yeah like making sure you have referrals it's just mm-hmm. a, it's a nice fun platform to be able to network and bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, we're going to start doing an educational uh, program where we'll be cool. once a quarter where it will be like a lunch and learn where we dive into more topics um, and have like panel speakers and such. That's so um, I've always encouraged networking. I've always I mean, I know that was my role mm-hmm. when I was with Encore and all actually every 
every job that I've had, I've had to go out and network. It is so huge. Yeah. And I think my biggest takeaway for people networking is don't, don't like you'll meet someone and you're like, oh, they're not going to give me business. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know, you never mm-hmm. know where that right. connection Absolutely. is going to come up later in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly, you know, recommend getting out there, introducing yourself mm-hmm. to people, shaking hands, getting business yeah. cards. And then the next thing that most people like fail to do is follow up or checking in like, hey, it was great meeting you. Uh, Get connected on LinkedIn. Stay connected with those people because you never know, again, where referral business is going to come from or you're looking for somebody specific and you're like, oh, at that one networking event, I met this amazing realtor. You just, you never know. Yep. Um, And so, yes, I am a big believer of networking. (laughs) Well, and I love it too because, you know, we've been talking lately about like old school marketing and networking the way it used to be and there's something really special about that and that's really where the connections are made it's not just social media as amazing as social media is it's getting back to the grind of like being out and meeting people and talking to people and how important that is mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's a game changer it is yeah so be better is great yeah yeah um i i highly encourage it um i encourage it with my clients and mm-hmm. sometimes you know networking is not for everyone I Absolutely. personally enjoy it. <laughs> One of those weird I, people. You do really like it. I love that about you. Um, <laughs> I, sometimes I have to like um, get my like, okay, like step out of the box. I know you're tired. Get dressed for like the networking event, like cue and, and go out and meet people. It is hard. But once you're there, it's so fun. I have been to, I don't even know how many networking events I've been to over oh. my career. I, I I don't even want to try and think about it. <laughs> um, but that's why you have all these connections. Exactly. But mm-hmm. what... I always found are the ones that I really didn't want to go to, the ones I was dreading, the ones that I'm like finding every excuse to not go yep. are always the ones that I had the best connections with. That's really interesting and a very good reminder mm-hmm. to everybody. Yep. Yeah. So when you don't want to go, just go. Mm-hmm. Just go. <laughs> just go. Nothing bad's going to come out. Just have it. a glass of wine. Yeah. And Stick with chat. someone you know and meet people. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. that's the thing is you you can't just go to an event and sit in a, in a corner. You need good to put point. yourself out there. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Um, so – you seem to have such a good grasp on juggling it all. And entrepreneurs in general can struggle with work-life balance. It is very hard when you're a business owner to turn that off, to turn off, you know, work and focus on kids and focus on family and friends. How do you advise your clients to maintain that equilibrium? And how do you personally do that? (laughs) Great question. And now that I'm an entrepreneur myself, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is different on this side. Um, Setting boundaries, I think, is number one. Let's talk client-wise first. Um, One of the things that I really want to do with my clients is I want them to have a work-life balance. I mean, I meet so many business owners that are just running ragged Mm -hmm. because their business is running them. And they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And they should really focus on the things they love doing. And so this is actually a conversation that I recently had with one of my clients is – Let's get you to the point where you're doing what you love and let's be able to peel off the things that you don't love. Right. Whether that's giving that to another staff member or it's hiring a consultant or it's hiring someone to do those things. um, I think that I 100% believe in that because I think you can be a better business owner if you were doing everything. Agree. And every business owner cannot do everything. Mm -hmm. No. Like you can't be good at finance and social media (laughs) and marketing and business development and networking. Like you can't do all of that. And so knowing what you're not good at and the things you don't love and being able to source that out. So I really am trying to 
give people that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a selling point for bringing me in is to take some of those things like away from them. Great point. Um, So yes, I highly encourage that. And I think with the Connection Hive too, I had talked about like, how do I bridge that gap of what I love doing is like life coaching and, you know, living the best life you have and, you know, you only live once and, you know, uh, setting goals and really like pushing yourself to being the person you want to be or living the life that you want to live. Um, I'm like, how do I give that to my business owners? So that's where I'm like trying to bridge that gap with the connection hive is Mm -hmm. to be able to focus on both of those. Um, So myself, it, it's a lot of work. Um, I tell people system, system, systems. Absolutely. Have a system for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and ask for help. Um, my parent, my mom helps uh, with my son a lot. Um, you know, sometimes you have to ask a neighbor mm-hmm. or your your daughter's best friend's mom. I mean, you kind of just have to put yourself out there to just ask for help. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it without any of them. Absolutely. Um, for me, I'm super uber organized. Mm-hmm. You know, in every day in life and you're like, oh, I need to do this or I need to do that or, um, oh, I forgot I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, I'm like, write it down or put it. I put it. I have a notes um, pad or a to do list in my phone and I'll at least put it there. And then at the end of the day, if I didn't get to it, I can like move it to a day. I'm yes. super thoughtful about my time um, every day. I'm like, OK, here are the meetings I have and here's the time that I have allocated. And like, what am I doing in that time yep. and s- scheduling those out? Um, I hate grocery shopping. Again, <laughs> we're talking about, about you. We go back outsourcing. To, yes, <laughs> we go back to entrepreneurs doing the things that they hate doing. Yes, you should do that in your everyday life. Yes. Are there things that you're doing in your life that are a time sucks and yes. b like things you don't love that doing? Don't bring you joy. <laughs> no, grocery shopping does not bring me joy. Cooking uh-huh. and preparing yeah. food brings me joy. Right. I don't like going to the grocery right. store, so I rely on Instacart. <laughs> I really would – I need Instacart. I need Trader Joe's to have Instacart. Then I would be with you on that. I have to go into Trader Joe's. I have to Joe's. go to Trader Joe's, but favorite. I do it like once a month. And <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I have a Trader Joe's list, a Costco <laughs> list, and then yeah. like my everyday list. And that Target pickup, I don't know if you do that, but that mm-hmm. is my lifesaver when you just tell the app you're coming and you pull into the spot. And I can tell the app my husband's coming and he pulls into the spot and it's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think – I think we have to thank COVID for all that because for all that. none of that would I'm have been in that here. Target parking lot. I have had like coffee dates with friends in the Target parking lot. Be like, oh, you're here again today too. Spot number five. Yep, great. Speaking like, of coffee, like I yeah. see these people stand in these long I know. Starbucks lines where it's like twenty. And I'm like, I can't even imagine. Place your order on the <laughs> app. I walk right in and I'm out, and you're still literally in the same That's exact so, spot. I mostly make my own coffee, but you're right. That's yeah. good. Um, and. Just so anybody hasn't noticed, um, that Target pickup, if you ever do do it, you can order your coffee from the app. So they will bring it to you with your Target order. Like the Starbucks that's in Mm -hmm. it? It's pretty brilliant. It's pretty I'm embracing all of these things. (laughs) But you're right. And it does take some of that letting go of it because – I mean, if you'd asked me three years ago if I would ever let anybody grocery shop for me, I'd be like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, like, but it's true if they just need to get on board with Trader Joe's. Just, but yes, it, for sure. It's a, a t- huge time saver. Uh, Costco. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Costco, go to Costco, order you have Costco your list delivered. of four things yeah. and you walk out with 20. Yes. Oh. So but if you order on money. Instacart, mm-hmm. you're only buying what you need. No, I And agree. you're not browsing. No, I agree. So I yeah. think it is also, it's a time saver, but I also think it's a money saver. I do think the Instacart drivers are probably not very happy with me when I do Costco order, though, because I have so many kids that that's why I don't like to go to Costco because I need two carts. You're the same. Like I don't, And I don't feel bad about it. We're it keeping people no employed. 
This is true. This is true. I mean, these are I people who are doing this either on a, a side. There's a lot of stuff in my order. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel bad too sometimes. We sometimes I'll go out food. and help them unload yeah, the car. That's true. I've definitely done that too. Or I've made my kids do it too. I'm like, this is all for you guys. Go help. <laughs> or you're like, kids, can you start yeah. screaming yeah. when they get here? So they are like, oh, now we know why you now don't go to Costco. Now we know why you're not going to Costco. <laughs> I will say my oldest daughter, that is the only place she has ever had a tantrum. She is the easiest, most chill kid. But when she was two, she lost it in Costco. And I was like, I came here and I have to get my stuff. So we're just sorry, everyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, though, I, yeah. I mean, I think I think just identifying anything in your life again, mm-hmm. and I think it even goes back to people, yeah. right? People yeah. who are time sucks, those That's friends that are time sucks, point. those people who are negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have to, you know, make make things a priority in mm-hmm. your life um, and make sure the time that you're doing is, you know, thoughtful. And mm-hmm. um, I do have to say I do work at night a lot. Yeah. But I do that when the kids go to bed. But that gives me the time to be able to like pick them up from school yeah. or take them to a doctor's appointment or right. what take them to soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing is when I talked about systems, I think anything you do in your work business has to have a system. Right. Um, you know, for my podcast, I literally, and I didn't even say this, I have a podcast. I do all the scheduling. I do the interviews. I do the editing. I post to the platform. I market it. That. I yeah. do the graph. I do everything. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Um, but I have processes. Mm-hmm. Like I have Calendarly that mm-hmm. like helps me calendar things and follow, you know, sends the follow-up to the client. So right. putting those things in place ahead of time just makes things a little bit more time Agreed. efficient. And I would love to help clients with that, you know, sitting down and looking at their time and saying, like, where can we shave some time? What are you doing that's a time suck? And, like, how do we get that time back by changing things up a little bit? And so I'm just having a different perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the things that I I do to kind of make myself seem like I got it all together. You do have it all together. <laughs> but it is because you are so organized. I am yeah. very organized. Yeah. yeah. And not everyone is, like, super crazy like that no. or Virgo brain. I do yeah. wonder, yeah, it is a genetic thing because I'm like you in that way too in my list and I can't even imagine not having systems in place. And I just, it's pretty, but I do think it is like a personality thing for sure. But you're learning, you're able to then teach that to others in your business because it's not natural for everybody. Right. And calendaring things, mm-hmm. right? You have, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I go back to my clients who are hiring me for business development is you have a conversation with a client then calendar the next time you're going to reach out Absolutely. to them or calendar, um, you know, in six months, put on a calendar because mm-hmm. then you don't have to think about it. Yeah. And it's, it's just going to fall through the cracks. Yeah. It's going to, yeah. too many clients. There's too many things in your head. Yeah. You've got to, you definitely, I agree. And there's yeah. CRM programs that oh, yeah. you can set all that up mm-hmm. to schedule those reminders or even to set the emails up. So I'm embracing technology. I think technology um, has saved my life, has saved mm-hmm. my business, and has been ma- has made me successful. Uh, the other thing that I just want to chat on is yeah. ChatGPT. Uh, yeah, you and I have definitely had this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a creative. I have all the ideas. Mm-hmm. But to actually put you know everything down in writing is not my strong suit. Yep. So good old ChatGPT. I mean – you would be amazed at what it can produce. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's another time saver. Yeah. Oh, tool, for sure. Tip. That's really helpful. Yeah. It, and it's, I mean, I've talked to you about this, but I've also, I, my friend Lindsay, I'll give her a little shout out, but I do, I call her, I'm like, okay, I'm in the car. Can you type this into ChatGPT and see what it tells you? Like, does that work? And she's always like, yes, it worked. Oh my God, look at the recipes or whatever. It's so cool. Someone yeah. said it can plan yeah. a trip. Like you could yeah. say, I'm going oh to San Francisco gosh, on I this day. Can you find me a flight and a hotel, blah, 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 and like Are give it a budget? Kidding? That I haven't tried it, but that's what I've heard. Oh, I'm calling Lindsay mm-hmm. and asking her to try mm-hmm. this after. <laughs> 
<laughs> she and I geek out over this. Yeah. Stuff. That's amazing. Um, coming off of business, what are three fun facts about you personally? Oh, um, I, I changed my outfit today, but I was going to wear, um, I just got a strawberry shortcake shirt. Oh, cute. To embrace the 80s. Why did you change it? I don't know, because it was a t-shirt, not a sweater. <laughs> um, but I love the 80s. If you anyone yes. knows me, I love 80s. I love 80s music. I love, I just, that era was just amazing to me. Um, and Agreed. so I'm definitely an 80s girl to heart. Agree. Movies. Music. All of it. Was all so of good. it. Yeah. I so agree good. with you. Yeah. And now all the like t-shirts are popping up and clothing. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and our kids are wearing them. Yes. My kids look like they've been shopping in the Delia's catalog from the 90s. I'm like, I had that shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Yep. Um, the other thing is you kind of mentioned it in my bio. Uh, I was a surrogate. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing. That's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was a surrogate. Yeah. Um, the little girl that I had a baby. Uh, the baby that I had, I mm-hmm. should say, uh, she's three, three and a wow, half now. Wow, that was that long ago? Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you yeah. keep in touch? I do. That's incredible. Yes. That is They're amazing. Really They're living special. in Florida. They're living their best life. Wow. She probably goes to Disney World every month, I would oh, say. I mean, gosh. she's spoiled, and I'm so happy. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they must be so thankful for yeah. you. I was. I mean, that's a that was a special thing in my life. Uh, something I'll never forget. Something I would love to do again. But yeah. getting a little older, so we'll see. Nah. Only time will tell. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, I mean, I love food and wine. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. cooking. I love looking for recipes. I'm on a five day juice cleanse. Today's my last day, and I'm oh, like cannot wait to eat gosh. again. <laughs> What are you going to eat? Is t- so today, can you eat tonight or I tomorrow? I can't. I can eat tomorrow. Um, what are you eating tomorrow? I don't know. I'm going to lunch with it? a client. And so I'm Somewhere probably good. a salad, I think. Okay. I mean, yeah. I literally haven't slow, like yeah, chewed yeah, yeah. on anything in okay, five days. Okay. Maybe you could type into chat GPT and be like, I just finished a five day cleanse. What should I eat? See what it says. They're all soup. <laughs> I'm like, no, I need like substance. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just wanted like a reset of yeah. just to try and get back on track. But um, so I'm starving. and But I do love food and I love wine. <laughs> I mean, we live here in Sonoma County. We are so, so, so spoiled Mm -hmm. by the food and wine here. Agree. And, and booze, I should say, in general. I find that when we travel, like, I always think I'm so excited to try all these places when we're traveling. And I'm like, oh, I kind of miss the food from home. Mm-hmm. You know, we have good, just really good food here in Snowy County. And I love Incredible all the, like, small restaurants. Yes. And, yeah. It's pretty magical. Yeah. For sure. Um, at the end of each episode, I like to ask if there's anyone that's really helped you with your career that you want to give a shout out to. And it can be more than one person. There's definitely a few. But, I mean, I mentioned Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be here in my career without her. Um, Samantha Paul, for sure. Uh, she is my go-to for everything. Um, I literally talk to her probably more than my husband uh, <laughs> a day, uh, bouncing ideas off of each other. She helps me with the contracts. I mean, we're definitely yin and yang. Her strengths are my weakness and vice versa. So I think um, we balance each other out really well. Um, and then my other, I would say my other one is Diane from Park oh, Avenue. Her. Um, her and I are really good friends. Um, another great, you know, woman-owned business. Yep. Just as – it's like you need someone who's in business to, like, talk you through the business things, mm-hmm. but then also someone that's here to hear you on your personal stuff yeah, and support you. so true. Uh, when I – Gave birth to my two-year-old. I had COVID. Um, I remember that. And I came out of the hospital with COVID. And it was pretty traumatic, actually. And you can go back to one of my episodes to hear it. a podcast episode. It is. If anybody's curious to start listening, that would be a really interesting one to start with. I think I did like two on that one. You might have. I don't remember. I remember hearing it on the podcast. So um, they, Samantha and Diane literally brought me food for like a month. And when I talk about meal plan, I mean, they meal plan. They 
breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, dessert. I mean, the what whole about, thing. Like, did they bring you a Park Avenue brownie? They did, actually. Oh, yes. Those are my favorite. <laughs> really good. Little uh, shout out to Diana. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like all my friends and family. I mean, everyone has been so supportive mm-hmm. in this journey. Um, I'm so thankful that it's been already successful, mm-hmm. but just hearing the love. I mean, that backdrop event was a lot of clients, old past current clients, and, you know, just uh, just the words of encouragement mm-hmm. have been super um super special to me well you give back so much i think people are so happy to help you in any way that they can and they value your service and so i think that's really everything thank you you need to make this successful thank you one thing i just wanted to mention that i did not mention Mm -hmm. is with the connection hive is uh we talked about the personal development side Mm -hmm. of that um i do want to do some more curated women events whether Mm -hmm. that is a retreat that's coming soon. Uh, vision board parties uh, to really embrace the whole women empowerment that I love so much. Yes. Uh, but doing more events around that uh, small business, women owner, uh, curated kind of special events around that too. So more to come on that. I want to hear more about the retreat when you're ready. Yep, coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Um, where can people find you, my listeners, if they want to hire you or if they want to know more about the Connection Hive or any of your businesses? Um, okay, so the Connection Hive is the connectionhive.co. Um, that is a website that I built on my own. So I'm going to put that plug in there. It's not professional ish. I saw it and it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's GoDaddy website, but it's, it, it's great for now. Mm-hmm. I am working on getting a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where you can kind of get connected with me. Uh, social media, I'm definitely um, on Instagram and LinkedIn. Great. So for the Connection Hive, it's uh, on Instagram, it's the connect.connection.hive. Perfect. On Instagram. Uh, you can also follow me personally at heathernelson.life on Instagram. And that's where I talk more about kind of my more everyday life and my podcast. Um, and then you can find me on LinkedIn under Heather Nelson. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Also, I do want to just say for your website, I think it's so great that you didn't like get stuck on it and wait for it to be perfect before you launched all of this. I think oh, that's I so wanted key. to. People do that. And I think it's so key that you're like, okay, this is what it is now. And I'm going to get the ball rolling and I'll fix it later. Yep. You know, so I think it's beautiful. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming on today. Thank you. I'm thank so you for doing happy this. happy to have you here. Oh, so. thank you. And I love what you're doing. Thank this is, you. I mean, I love you personally and everything that you're doing, but um, being able to have small businesses really dive into their business. I mean, I've listened to a few of yours yeah. and just like diving into like the nitty gritty, but it just connects you to these people even more and you want to like yes. go give back and you want to go support them. And so I totally, again, I've been telling everyone, I'm like, you need to go on Amy's podcast oh, I love, thank um, because you. I think it's so important for us to talk about. I really appreciate that. I'm finding that people I keep saying to me like, oh, I didn't even know Barbara Sellers was there. Mm-hmm. Or I definitely want to try balanced sports performance or all of the businesses I've had on. And it just, I'm learning so much from doing this from everybody. And it's, I almost quite honestly forget that I'm even like recording it and putting it out there. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm getting these amazing lessons. So it's, it's fun to hear that, oh, people are listening and they're mm-hmm. excited to try these places and it's helping other businesses as well. So thank yeah. you for that. Yep. So keep it going. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank you everyone for listening. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like and subscribe. Learn more about Sonoma County and all that we have to offer here.